Thanks to Nick for the Emancipation Show. You're listening to Simon McKay presenting Post-Punk Britain. And a complete change to the usual format of the show. From start to finish, I have a very special guest with me. You're most likely to know her from her time in the Au Pairs, a band I've played many times on the show. They were active from 1979 to 83, releasing three singles and two albums. The debut album, Playing With A Different Sex, was a number one seller in the independent charts and made the mainstream top 40. A stunning live band, the most exciting I ever saw. I'm very pleased to introduce my special guest, who is singer, songwriter and guitarist with the Au Pairs, Leslie Woods. Hello everybody. Good, you're here, I'm pleased. It's a long time since you've talked about the Au Pairs, but we've got you here. We're going to have an hour of other people's songs that you've selected and some Au Pairs songs I've selected, which gives us a chance to talk about the band. We're not too concerned about the nitty-gritty, not the details. This is just a celebration of some great music. You said being in the band was fun, it was exciting. Oh, it really was, it was wild. Um, we were sort of gigging um, from about six weeks after we formed, um, and once we started gigging, we didn't stop uh, for the next few years. Um, which, yeah, it was just a really uh, wild time. We were all very young. Um, I certainly never done anything like that before, um, and yeah, it was. We were very lucky because um, I remember there was quite a few bands in Birmingham who had been together for like um, a number of years and um, had terrible problems getting gigs. But like I said, you know, once we started gigging, we just didn't stop, and it really was like non-stop. Mm. But it was great fun, yeah, and it was very, very exciting, yeah. Let's play a track straight away from the Au Pairs, just so you know what we're talking about. This is the earliest of the Au Pairs recordings we're going to play today. This is from a John Peel session, 1979, Pretty Boys.
Lopez, Pretty Boys. And it's <laughs> it's there though, isn't it? It's got oh, it's all the influences of punk, the energy. Even though it's four minutes long, that's not very punk. But the band's just got together and the sound it already sounds fully formed. Yeah. The power, the bass, the drums locked together and the intertwined guitars. Yeah, uh, Pretty Boys was one of the um, later tracks we did, yeah. Um, and I can really see from listening to it why I lost my voice. <laughs> <laughs> and I think actually it could do with a, a little edit, maybe bringing the end bit up uh, a bit sooner. Um, but I think, you know, obviously the au pairs, we didn't have that much money and we didn't have the luxury of being able to spend a lot of money on studio time and so on. But yeah. Um, I, I really like that track. I'm very fond of it. I know it's got influences of Iggy Pop, um, <clears throat> Psychedelic. Yeah, it's it's a good track. It sounds a bit like hard rock, but it's great. Yeah, it's got a good energy. Was that maybe some of the influence of the Birmingham scene? There's a lot of hard rock in Birmingham in the late 70s. I don't know. I don't think I uh, consciously was influenced by hard rock, but I do rem- did. I think I was probably influenced by Iggy Pop mm. um, and certainly uh, bands like Psychedelic um, and Funk and things like that. So um, it probably crept in subconsciously, but it could have been something to do with Paul and Pete, who uh, <laughs> were in a band before the Au Pairs together, which uh, I think they modelled themselves on the New York Dolls. <laughs> so, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Paul was the guitarist, Paul Fode, and Pete was the drummer. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Pete Hammond and yeah. on bass, Jane. Jane Monroe. Jane yeah. Monroe. Yeah. With yes. the pink hair. Pink hair. <laughs> well, we could have a band that sort of embodies all of this—the funk, the psychedelic. We could have Sly and the Family Stone next as oh, one of your selections. Cool. So yeah. why why did you choose this track? Well, actually, having given off all that blurb. Um, I, I think this the um, Sly's voice in this is really interesting. It's a great vocal track. Um, uh, very few vocalists, uh, male and female, use their voice in the way he's using it here, which is almost like it's an instrument itself. But I think this is a great track. It's uh, my favourite, anyway, from Sly and the Family Stone. Give me the title and I'll play it. Oh, it's called If You Want Me To Stay.
in the family stone and that is if you want me to stay and yeah don't go anywhere stay locked as the daytime djs on this station say and i've picked it up from them leslie woods my guest from the au pairs talking about songs she likes and i'm throwing au pairs songs at her that i like and we're having a conversation so there was the funk but we don't want to go too far down the funk channel otherwise it's going to be hard to bring in some of your other selections but you enjoyed hearing Sly. Oh, I did indeed, yes. What a, what a sexy voice. Um, and I think what you're going to do now is you're going to play um, uh, some Iggy. Uh, yeah, I've been to see Iggy, uh, well, many years ago, a number of times. Uh, very striking performer, jumping yeah. up all over the PA stack. But this is my um, one of my favourite um, Iggy Pop tracks. This is The Passenger. Right. And this will just give you time to... Yeah, all right, see you in a sec. How, how it rides 
Passenger. Hey! Yeah, really great track. <laughs> really, I told you. <laughs> so he was jumping around on the stage, and, and I saw him in 1981, and he had no top on, and I didn't get it at all. Uh, but there's this whole bodybuilding thing going on, which uh, is quite... And he, well, he, he even does commercials with no top on, yeah. so I, don't, I just don't think he likes wearing um, vests. <laughs> <laughs> I think he likes to show off his tits <laughs> and his hairy chest. <laughs> And that rhymes, yeah. Then, mm, yeah. And next we have. Well, we've got Marianne Faithful next. Yeah. And what would you say about her? Where did you? What did you find? Respect. Respect. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing story. Um, I'm sure quite a few of you saw that um program about her and her life and her history. It was extremely moving. Mm. Yeah. Um, a, a woman I admire um a great deal and have a tremendous amount of admiration. Um, yeah, she's just. Well, do you want to say something about that story about the the real sort of the, the thing that really hooks you on that? Um, well, no, I don't really want to go into her history. I think you'd have to watch the uh, program. It's on BBC Catch Up, or it was, um, I think. Um, but yeah, I know that when she recorded this album, Broken English, she actually didn't think she was going to live. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that that's possibly what gives it that amazing quality as an album. Um, but yeah, I mean, Marion Faithful, she's amazing as a performer. She's just completely unique. Mm. You know, even now, she's she's just great. Yeah. And it's just wonderful that someone's made the sort of comeback mm. that she has from living on the streets and the drugs and things. Yeah. You know, it's incredible. Good honour. Good honour. Yeah. So, were you familiar with her 60s stuff or was it more when this one came I along? I was very young in the 60s, Simon. No, but you might have heard it. <laughs> I wasn't late born till 1968. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I kind of remember. Oh, what was that song she did? Um, I sit and watch the children. Oh, time goes by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's pretty little ditty. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer her. Um, I think I prefer this album much more to the stuff she was doing. Right. I think in the sixties, okay. it's got much more depth. Hmm. You know. Okay, Marion Faithful, Broken English.
Marianne Faithful, Broken English. So, actually, we're going to listen to the Au Pairs next. And this was the song that got me interested. I heard it, it's a love song, and I heard it on the John Peel session in 1980. But this is the version from the LP from 1981. I first saw you play, October 1980, and it was the same week you were on the cover of the NME. That's a big deal. You had one single and you'd hit the cover of the enemy. What was that like? Um, well, um, I don't think I was very prepared for it because I had a, I think I remember I had a spot on my nose at the time. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I, I think I should have dressed up a bit more or maybe had my hair done. But, um, I don't know. In those days, I don't think we'd heard of hair conditioner and, uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, we weren't very good at um, being in the limelight, I think, the au pairs. I'm very shy, actually. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, yeah, anyway, there you go. It was it was great, though, to be on the front cover of The Enemy. It was very exciting. Did yeah. it change everything in terms of suddenly getting more bookings? And... No, no, The Enemy wrote about us a lot. No, um, to be on the cover. Yeah, that was a, quite an achievement. Yeah, as I say, I just wished I'd made a bit more of the moment. <laughs> <laughs> But there you go. Um, yeah, anyway, so this next song, yeah, um, love song, yeah. Uh, that's a good choice. Yeah. Well, this is the LP version of it, and fantastic choice. My choice, of course. Classified romance, purpose, lust and charm 
Pants Love Song from the LP Playing With A Different Sex. And I think you've really hit it by then. I think all the guitars are just interlocked there and the rhythm's rock solid. That's how I like it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, it, it, um, it's difficult for me to be as objective as you are about it. Um, all I know is that um, that riff, that guitar riff, um, I can't remember how to play it. Um, sometimes I sit down with a guitar and it, I have to f f fiddle about, you know, for about 20 minutes and then I get something that sounds a bit like it. Yeah. Um, that's what you say about it, Simon. Then, you know, who am I to disagree? <laughs> <laughs> Grief. Somebody agrees with you. This, this is remarkable. This is new territory for me. We'll, we'll, we'll move on to Bob Marley. He's going to be your next selection. And yeah, I mean, there's so many great tracks uh, by Bob Marley. Um, again, you know, uh, what can I say? Uh, but this is one of my favourite tracks. I think this is quite sexy and uh, it sort of reminds me of those blues parties that um, used to frequent in Birmingham yeah. many years ago. <laughs> actually, tell me a bit more about those before we move on. Oh, have you never been to a blues party, Simon? Well, what is a blues party? Well, a blues party is like, you go into a room, it's very, very dark, there's just lots of guys uh, standing up against the wall sm smoking huge reefers and then there's two big speakers in the room playing dub and over in the corner there's usually a big fridge which is crammed to the brim with red stripe that's a blues party <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of grinding a lot of grinding right so not the bump but the grinds mm. that's the difference mm. okay like it <laughs> all right this is bob marley stir it up
We're going to fade Bob Marley out. He's had his three minutes. <laughs> to rob Bob. Yeah, well, it was a bit repetitive, but very good, but we're pushed for time. Uh-huh. Do you want to talk about your next selection? Uh, what are we playing? Prince. Prince. Oh, yeah, Prince. Um, many, yeah, just club land, dancing, gay clubs, you know, having a great time, getting down. This, this song is, um, yeah, one of my favourite Prince tracks, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be playing it. Uh, yeah, I really like Prince because I think he's got a really great, healthy attitude towards women. Um, he's always been incredibly respectful of women uh, in his live performances anyway. Um, and obviously using a female drummer. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a cool guy. Um, religion aside. <laughs> oh, right. He's in on that. I think he's a Jehovah Witness. I'm right. not sure. I might have got him confused with Cat Stevens, which is a bit hard <laughs> to do, really. But yeah, this is a good dance number. So everybody get up and wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Prince. You got the look. the look so we're having a few photographs taken while that was going on Gigi contributing from the background yes Gigi from Mongolian Vogue a little connection that you notice between Mongolia and the cover of playing with a different sex yeah um, Gigi's staying with me um, Gigi is from Mongolia actually her name is not Gigi it's uh, Gang Gang Gangana Gangana I couldn't say that to begin with so she said I could call her Gigi. Um, and sorry, what did you ask me? Well, it's just. Oh, yeah, the cover of uh, Playing with a Different Sex is uh, actually Mongolian women doing military training in the mountains of Mongolia, running along with big rifles mm. in pink dresses, which was um, a great picture taken by an American journalist whose name was 
uh, Eve or Sue Arnold, and she was the first American journalist to get into China. Um, and she did this great book, big book on China, and that was one of a series of shots in the book. And we just got permission, gave some money um, to use it on the cover. But yeah, it's a great, great picture. Yeah. And was so the album came out in eighty one. It's Gigi's great, 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 great grandmother actually <laughs> running up that hill with that gun. <laughs> the album came out in eighty one. When was that photo taken? Did it predate it? Oh yeah, because um, I mean, when did China? When was China really a closed off country? You know, like a bit like I guess Burma has been. Mm. Um, it wouldn't, you know, they just wouldn't let people in. They wouldn't let people out, um, you know, part of the whole communist thing, yeah. you know. So um, when was that? It was, when was that? I, I don't know. I can't think. Does anyone know? I'm sure someone out there knows. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Send us a tweet. Let yeah. us know. Yeah, the one who We're gets the hole. right answer gets a, a date with uh, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you look at Gigi and then say my name. Great. So we've had Prince. you got the look. Next, I see we've got queued up. Ah, okay, Jefferson Airplane and Grace Slick on vocals and. Yeah, um, I saw Jefferson Airplane without Grace Slick, um, uh, which was very, very disappointing for me. Um, many, many, many years ago at um, that festival they used to have in Nebworth. Um, but uh, yeah, um, and people have always used to come up to me at gigs and say, "You sound like Grace Slick," and I was like, "Who's Grace Slick?" But yeah. Anyway, this is a, a really interesting um, sort of acid, trippy song. Um, mm. But yeah, it's good. It's it's White Rabbit. <laughs>
Jefferson Airplane, White Rabbit, and it's very much from a different time. It is the 60s. It sounds completely different to anything else we're playing today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should check it out on YouTube. It's it's really, well, I think it's a really great song. It's Yeah, it really conjures up that whole thing about taking acid and <laughs> <laughs> sort of being somewhere, you know, somewhere completely different out of your own head, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, yeah. Uh, but next we're going to play um, somebody um, completely different on the other side of the spectrum, the other end of the spectrum. Um, uh, very great dance number. Outrageous lady. Great ass. Ass. <laughs> great ass. Yeah. yeah. Are you going for ass or ass? Uh, ass. Great ass. I'm disappointed. <laughs> However, Grace Jones, pull up to the bumper. <laughs> Waiting to get down 
Grace Jones, pull up to the bumper. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a dance feel. And does that take you back to clubs as well? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, well, it's Christmas. I mean, when when I, uh, when I you asked me to put together the playlist, I, I wanted to put on the, the list happy, dancey tracks that ideally would get people boogieing around the room and put them in a good mood. <laughs> okay. Let's have a happy, dancey track by the Au Pairs next. You describe this, and we'll talk about this a bit more later, but you describe this as your chic song. And this is from a Richard Skinner session from 1981. It, it turned up on the album later. But what you said to me when we were planning this show is that you preferred the earlier recordings. And I'd say this is mid-period. And I remember hearing it for the first time at a sound check in 81. It was brand new. I was mm. like, oh. And it, it sounded amazing. It was obvious, obviously a progression from the previous stuff. And yeah. It was more dancey. Yeah. I, I think this, I, I know it doesn't sound like uh, Nile Rogers, but I think that um, I really love Nile Rogers stuff. And, um, you know, if we um, had his phone number, <laughs> <laughs> I would have called him and asked him to come and produce this track. Um, I think he could have done something really amazing with it. But yeah, it is, if you like, the Opez dis uh, tribute to disco music with the, with the message. It's, got, it's supposed to have quite a powerful political message um, against that backdrop of really great dance music, you know? A winning formula. Winning formula. <laughs> okay, the Opez with Shakedown.
The old pair shakedown. You were surprised. I was. I don't. I haven't heard that for a billion years. Um, I was very impressed. <laughs> I have to say, um, I think Nia Rogers got nothing on the Opeth. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Um, we're going to play a Nia Rogers track now. Um, we're not just yet. Oh, we're not. No, we just need to talk a little bit about that because you really enjoyed that, and you were surprised. It was the Richard Skinner version recorded for BBC Radio. It wasn't the version on the album. It had different uh-huh. lyrics. You were listening to the bits of guitar, trying to figure out who's doing what. You yeah. told me to shut up when I talked because you were enjoying it so much. Yeah. And I just thought... Well, I'm not, yeah, at I, that point, I was really pleased. I thought she is enjoying I haven't, it. I haven't heard that production of it. Um, and it doesn't figure on any of the uh, re-issued um, um, CDs of our material, which is a, a shame because I, I think that's a great production and, and uh, it's much better than the... Uh, version of the song that's on the second album um, which I have to say all in all was a bit of a disappointment um, and really not we should have spent a lot more time doing that album Um, yeah but yeah I I did enjoy that yeah and uh, okay Uh, well I don't know if we're going to play now Rogers well we are I just wanted to I I just wanted to uh, um, say that uh, I'd like you all to write in and say which you prefer either the au pairs shakedown or this track by chic (laughs) (laughs) you're setting yourself up okay here we go shake shake chic and good times
cheek. Good times. Yeah. Bit of competition for you. <laughs> Only a bit. <laughs> We're going to play a song you recorded on, well... In the two, living room. In the, in the living room, okay. With a drum machine in the background, you on acoustic guitar, you singing, no mics, just picking up on, on my recorder. And this is just two nights ago, so it's it's pretty fresh. Oh yeah, and it's it's just very raw. I mean, all it, it is exactly that. It's just me in the living room playing um, my electro acoustic and just uh, singing or trying to sing um, this song, which um, uh, is very, um, I think, very conducive to sort of like Christmas. And um, I always had this fantasy that um, I'd drop like d uh, CDs of this track once it was really finished and polished on uh, countries where there were lots of um, wars going on like um, Sri Lanka, Sierra Leone, anywhere in the world where things were um, violent and turbulent. Um, yeah, and I'm actually looking for a bass player. Um, so if anybody wants to play bass with me, they can um, contact me on Facebook and um yeah maybe um they can put down if they want to put down a bass line on this track that would be great so what we're saying after 30 years away you're actually getting back into playing yeah that's right yeah i'm writing stuff and trying to um work it so i'm used to what my voice sounds like sounds like so that if i go in a studio i know exactly what i'm doing yeah but yeah um i'd really love to get back into playing and a, a lot of people have inspired me recently like viv albertine's been playing a lot of people have crawled out of from you know from under the floorboards <laughs> <laughs> and are playing and that's quite inspiring so yeah and, and is that what's made you want to do it now is there something in your life that's changed something's made you feel ready um yeah i yeah i think so yeah um maybe um I'm starting to maybe think that um, I can do it, um, uh, whereas before, um, yeah, it's, it's a long story. I don't really want to bore everybody with it right now. <laughs> but you're ready. That's what you're telling me. I'm more ready than I have been in the past. <laughs> Let's play this track. And it's called Say Peace. Oh, my God. 
say, please stop. But there's a gap. But you let the drum roll, I think. Anyway, don't worry. And we're live. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to tell Simon when to end that track so everybody could fill in the blank. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> You're listening to Simon McKay presenting Post Punk Britain this <laughs> evening. My special guest, Leslie Woods from the Au Pairs. And we're at the end of the show. Aww, it's been great. Yeah, it has actually. Yeah, it's been good fun. Good fun. So that's what you're doing now. We've had lots of Au Pairs songs that took us there. Mm. Finished on that. Mm. And you're hoping to get a call from a bass player. Mm. And what do you think you'll do next? Maybe a couple of low-key live shows? Um, yeah, to start off with, yeah, in disguise. In disguise. Yeah, if you see a woman in a sort of Robert Plant-type wig... That's me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Break into it gently, slowly. Lots of karaoke. I hate karaoke. <laughs> but you were doing it last Saturday night. Yeah. One song. One song only. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, we are at the end. If it's Saturday, you're listening to Post Punk Britain. Next, we've got Jay Hart's Big Bang. If it's Sunday, we've got Mariana's Independence Show. I'll be back next Saturday at 8. Sunday's at 4. Thank you for listening. Let love flow, break London, for my youths, them ready to grow. Javan the camera presenting for Break London, you see? Keep it locked. Boom!